Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, what is the food snobbiest thing you've ever heard someone say? 651641. Or said yourself. Well, that's true. 651641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and on the MyTalk1071 app. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trader. And uh, Bradley, were you a food snob? Yeah. Snob. I was a food snob this mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, I know you can relate to this, whether you were the food snob or not, but there are times you catch yourself or you catch somebody else saying the most ludicrous thing. Like, for example, I'll tell you my story in a moment, but I have a friend who says things like, I won't have lobster if it's not in Maine because, you know, I'm from Maine and everybody knows how to do lobster in Maine, but... But I'm like I'm the pretty rest sure of lobsters are lobsters. With the lobster, but, but you know what they're water. saying, which is there's something special about having lobster in Maine, which is why people go to Maine and go, I have to have the lobster. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the food snobby thing you've heard or you have said? Uh, in addition, th- this weekend I found myself actually having. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where because I don't want to make it about the place, but it was the saddest chicken fried steak I've ever eaten in my entire life. And I've eaten some sad chicken fried steak, let me assure mm-hmm. you. Um, but it was just so, like, it was so sad. And, you know, I can say this because <laughs> I've lived in the homeland of the chicken fried steak. And so I know what a chicken fried steak. As I was telling the story, it just became clear to me that I'm being a food snob. But, but you know, there are times it's okay to be a food snob. Right? Yeah, well, yes. Are you trying to justify your actions or no? I'm just kidding. There are times that yes, it does. You do need to let whether the, it's a regional food snob out. You know, whether it's a regional thing. Like for example, I used to live in Houston, which you know is the South ish, mm-hmm. and we eat a lot of chicken fry steak, and it's real good. And they chicken fry all sorts of stuff down there. They do chicken fried bacon, chicken fried steak. Oh, it all sounds good. And don't actually, and then people do this dumb thing where they're like, I'm going to take a real steak and chicken fry it and call it chicken fried steak. It's like, no, chicken fried steak is not steak that's been chicken fried. That's not how, I mean, see, that just sounds so snobby, but I'm sorry. It's, uh, you know, that's something I think when you live in a certain place that's known for something and then you travel beyond and you're like... Seriously, guys. Well, you know, like you, everybody has that friend, and I do, that thinks that they know more than a restaurant does about their own food. Like there's a couple that my husband and I have gone out to eat with a lot. And, you know, they're always talking 
very seriously about how poorly seasoned the food is. Mm. And we're always like, okay, well, I mean, it tastes good to us and it looks like you're eating it. So it must be okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same people. One time we were going to an Italian restaurant. It was a chain Italian restaurant. Feel free to, you know, insert your own chain Italian restaurant here. Perhaps there were, and they were like, that is, that why would you be going there? And I was like, ah, uh, duh, breadsticks and salad. Yeah, and trust me, I can be a food snob, but I can also be a food plebe or you know whatever the equivalent mm-hmm. is. Like if I go to Olive Garden, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is not like the chicken parmesan I had in Naples, <laughs> in Tuscany, right? Like, yeah, like, 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 like I get Naples, what we're Florida. Like, is that I'm, what you mean? I'm on to you guys. I know what we're doing here. We're just shoveling as many carbs into our body as possible, you know, with an Italian flair. Yeah, and it's all good. Yeah. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. What's the food snobbiest thing but you've heard somebody say? That chicken fried steak was the dumbest chicken fried steak. It was so sad and flabby and thin and salty. And not crispy. You want to hear uh, what uh, food snobby yes. things Beth has heard? Hello, Beth. Beth, was it something you said or that somebody said to you that was very food snobby? It was something that I overheard at a dinner party. Fun. Um, It was the mother of uh, my best friend's husband. And he was eating a cookie, you know, that someone had brought Mm -hmm. and had a glass of wine in his hand. And as he goes to drink the wine after eating the cookie, his mother yells across the room so that everyone can hear, Alex! No, before before you drink that wine, you must cleanse your palate. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh huh. That's and, delightful. And did he cleanse his palate? I think he like wanted to die. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, we we oh. were grown ups. I mean, and it wasn't that nice of wine. So. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. Thank you, Beth. Talk about you know snobs. People can get real snobby with their wine. Right? Oh. Remember when we were all dumb about wine and then suddenly everybody got all fancy about Mm -hmm. wine and then, you know, your in-flight catalog started having, you know, all the weird wine contraptions everybody needed to have? Okay, then I got to throw this out there because this is the real truth of life. That person who's being real snobby with wine, they are drinking wine out of a box on the weekends when they're at home by themselves. Because I've always been that that person. I am not a fancy person when it comes to appreciating, like... You know, people put something in front of you like coffee and they're like, okay, I want you to taste the cherry walnut notes. I've never mm-hmm. tasted notes in my coffee. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. And I know someone's going to call and they're going to be like, oh, Bradley, you must try the blobbity blue from the blibbity blob. It was like the first time I went to one of those pour over coffee shops mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, that'll be about five, 10 minutes. We'll bring it out to you. Go home and make a pot of coffee for about 50 cents in about 10 minutes. I came to you because I want it now, biatch. So I can appreciate nice things, but at the same time, come on. Right. Don't be too fancy. Right. I did find myself one time. I mean, like speaking of coffee, one time I was at kind of a fancy restaurant because I mean, I can be food snobby in that way too. My husband and I love good food. Yeah. And like, that's kind of a hobby of ours. And so, so I've been at one of those restaurants before and I just was remarking that the coffee tasted really good because yeah. it did. 
coffee always tastes good though. <laughs> yeah. And uh the the waitron said to me something along the lines of, Oh yes, those beans are roasted. And then there was like some like fancy roastery in not Minnesota. Yeah. And I literally was like it's probably that Peruvian cool. tribe that Jenna Dewan right. was hanging out trying to lose the last year of her life. I just was like, okay, I, did I'm sorry, I just thought it tasted <laughs> yeah. good. I, did I give you the impression that I knew something about coffee? Yeah. And then they kept on asking me questions about like where else I've had really good coffee, and I'm like, I don't know the Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's really awful. Yeah, and again, I appreciate that because they're that's for those people. Yes, right. Like you, right. that's their thing. I'm not those. Do people. the thing that you want to get real nerdy about, but mm-hmm. the rest of us are like. Unless it's chicken fried steak, then I'm going to take you to task. Well, I think everybody also has that one thing that they're like, I am not going to eat a bad one of those. Right. Or like barbecue. I get real food snobby about barbecue because all these Minnesotans think we have great barbecue now. And there's literally every time someone says to me, oh, you simply must try Blobbity Blues barbecue. It is the best barbecue ever. (laughs) And I'll go try it. And I'm like, well, okay, it's fine. (laughs) And I know that makes me sound real snobby. Yeah, but, but you know ladies, barbecue. I've had some barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue. <laughs> uh, now, I do also want I to point out. I literally just shamed people for doing fine. that to coffee and then did that <laughs> to, thing well, to you know, barbecue. That's what food snobbery is. Yeah. yeah. Also, I would just like to point out that if Colleen and Bradley ever have our very own generic brand, it will be called Blobbity Blue. Blobbity Blue. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it works for blue. everything. <laughs> it does. Blobbity blue. All right. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, the Yahoos were out and they were at Coachella. Oh, the Kanye Hoos? Yes, because they had to praise Jesus on Easter. <laughs> oh, and so uh, we're going <laughs> to, well, we're going to tell you how that went at Coachella and uh, what uh, else he was up to charging people a lot of money for. We'll tell you about the Yahoos. Praising Jesus oh, at Coachella God. after this. Ay, Dios mio. On My Talk 107.1. Well, the Yahoos were out in the desert yesterday. Uh, they were listening to the music of Kanye West at his Sunday service, which mm. he took on the road to Coachella. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Now, we've been anticipating this. And we've talked a little bit about Kanye West's Sunday services. These are the very exclusive uh, worship opportunities he puts on in his backyard every Sunday. It's so strange. It's, it's invite like, only. This is spiritual, but not religious. This is not about Kanye preaching, but it's about, I don't know what, because it's kind of preachy, but not. And also they're all wearing the same color. It seems a little Mooney-esque, a yeah. little Scientologistic. But you do have to be invited exclusively to take part in his Sunday services. Yeah, which I don't know if you know this. Well, I guess if you think that Jesus is providing exclusive invitations mm-hmm. for um, people around the world uh, to accept him into his heart, then maybe that's a comparison. But I kind of feel like this is a little different. Yeah, a little bit. Jesus wasn't like, if you're lucky, right. you can get into my club. Exactly. So Jesus... As he calls himself, Kanye West. Not the West. actual Jesus, yeah. Yes, Jesus. Um, he held his Sunday service at Coachella, which, how lovely. He invited everybody to just have a look at what he's been doing, how he's been saving everybody else by invitation only. Um, and he also debuted a new song. Oh. The song is called Water. Okay. I think it's mislabeled. For I think Earth it should Day, be called maybe. Crap. Oh, no. Sorry. I just want you to hear it. Okay. Because it's this... Water crap. Kanye West's new song, Water. 
It's like, you know am what I, that sounds like? Am I high? Like? I don't yeah, know. I think you are. It yeah. was 4.20 a couple days ago. Thank There's you. some leftovers happening. Yeah, but, um, clearly. No, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like the that noise that was like driving um, the American embassy crew in Havana, Cuba crazy. Like the oh, like that like, <laughs> like weird electronic yes. um, noise pollution. Yes, it's yeah. just... There's something dissonant about it that just is not working for me. And also... But you know what that is? Kanye? That Yes, but that's him going, oh, this is so genius, nobody's going to like it. Because like they don't realize art. art. Yeah. Well, it's not fake art. Well, it's it just art. art that, you know, like, it's art. It's art. Well, this is the sound that you're comparing it to, Bradley. The sound that embassy workers heard in Havana, Cuba. They could not yep. understand where that voice was coming from. Now, can that we sound play was- a little water over that? Oh, and over so that? See, or just play water. <laughs> All right. Well, here, so we can hear it again yep. now that it's fresh in our minds. Okay, we'll continue on with water here. See? There it is. It's in there. You are right. It's driving There's me insane. that. And then I'll play this at the same time. It's the same sound! See, I think, you know what? Somebody's got a lawsuit. I know! That's copyright infringement. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so that is Kanye West's new song, Water, which he debuted at Coachella during a Sunday service. Also, as it was streaming online, you could watch it, right? Yay! Yeah. I've been invited to the exclusive Sunday service with featuring Jesus and his Yahoos. But you could only watch it through, by design, like a fisheye lens. So it looked like you were peeping through a keyhole. Again, I don't feel like I'm welcome here. Thank you very much, Kanye West. Also, it was Easter Sunday. I happen to know that there are a lot of places that were welcoming everybody yesterday. And in fact, hoped that people would show up. Yeah. Right? Because the message is for everybody. Thank you very much. Anyway, I'll put my soapbox away for now. Here's the other thing that was going on at Coachella. Kanye West was selling his merch. Okay, I'm so confused. So, oh, okay. So he's at Coachella, which is the easy with the thing. And then they got the merch for the thing with the easy. They got okay. the merch, what right? Kind of merch? Which people do all the time, right? Yeah. They sell their merch. Let me tell you about his merch. Now, first of all, what is like, have you ever bought like a concert t-shirt oh, at yeah. a concert? Okay. What? Like, you, you know, you expect you're going to get the upcharge, right? Yep. 35 bucks for a t-shirt. Yeah. So you've spent that, right? Yep. Um, he, I would say he took upcharge to the next level. He was selling merchandise. Uh, that cost about, mm, I don't know, $225 for a brown, dirty sweatshirt that says Holy Spirit on one side and Sunday service at the mount on the back. Or for $165, you could have the clean version, you meaning feel it doesn't real... look like it's been rolled in mud or desert dust. You got to feel real, real entitled. Mm-hmm. To get Jesus with your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just like the weird religious, you know, but look, he wouldn't be the first artist to take religious iconography or religious symbolism or Mm -hmm. religious, you know, themes and apply them to his, his work. But he does it in a way that's making you, it implies that he is. That's the difference. Yeah. Which maybe there's a conversation to be had about that because he's maybe, he's maybe like, let's be, I don't know why I feel the need to do this, but maybe he feels like there's, you know, God is in all of us. So we're all Jesus, which is like, which is which if that's what he was saying would actually 
be a conversation we could have. Yeah. That Bradley is not what he's saying. Yeah, no, it just feels very sort of like, I'm God. Yes. He, uh, you could for $50, if you were willing to part with $50, you could get a pair of socks. One pair says Jesus walks. And the other one says church socks. Now, I, I don't know about you. I've never, there is no reason. I can't even, $50 for socks? Those go on your feet. I know. Scoopity poop. Again, this is the person who brought us scoopity poop. I just, I'm, I'm worried about him a little bit, but Boop-a-dee I'm also scoop. really worried about the people who seem to be purchasing things for two hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah, well, I at Coachella. Scoop. Thank you. I that was you, Holly, and I thought, wow, that's a really good. You're doing a good job. So there you go. That's what we missed uh, at Coachella this weekend. Can't say I'm disappointed. Can you All just right. find another color other than that taupey beigey color that looks like he rolled around in With some like, desert sand and walked away. Yeah. Right? It's mm-hmm. not cute. When we come back, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. These, my friends, are your crazy, stupid idiots. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Oh, bless you. Oh, bless you. Over, over and over, over again. again. <laughs> Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Oh, sorry, I had to sneeze. Florida. 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 Uh, we are not. Bless you, by the way. Thank you. Those allergies, and I'm telling you, you. It's that thaw and the rain. It's just bringing it out. Uh, let's go to Ontario for our very first crazy, stupid idiot. Okay. Where we meet a gentleman by the name of uh, Jermaine Nichols. He's 40 years old. And uh, he was out hiking in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. Apparently, he got stuck on a steep cliff while he was out hiking. And he called 911 uh, to get rescued. Uh, So his phone, though, was almost out of batteries. And it died before they were able to get a specific location from him where he was. So the firefighters and paramedics drove up the cliffs to try to find them. And while they searched, apparently he was able to free himself from the place where he felt that he needed to be rescued from. Okay. Because he hopped into a fire truck and tried to steal it. Um, what? Yes. Who tried? Okay. Um, Is this like a nine-year-old? Because like... Mm-hmm. 40 I wanna... but same thing sometimes hey i'm just saying I, I that's me too i'm over 40 i can say that my people i thought that was a gendered joke no it was just an age joke no mm-hmm. uh cops that were cops part, <laughs> that were part of the rescue effort were on to him because he stole a fire truck i was gonna say they were gonna be on to anybody who offs with a several hundred thousand dollar vehicle well and of course i mean those things those don't blend in no right the fire truck it's easy yes. to spot so uh, they were able to pull him over and arrest him and he's been charged with attempted theft and failure to comply good yeah i that is an elaborate i mean i feel like there might have been an easier way to go about not that i'm suggesting don't they do those, well they do those things where you can climb all over the Trucks and stuff, so maybe just wait for one of those to happen in your locality. There you go. Your municipality. Mm-hmm. 
your hometown, maybe like on the 4th of July. Don't they do those like climb on this stuff? Okay. That was where? Ontario, Canada. Oh, that's right. Ontario, OMG. Well, I would like to uh, take you to Michigan. Oh, I would love to go to Michigan. Michigan. I'm not sure where on the hand this particular story is from, but it's somewhere in Michigan. Okay. And a dispatcher by the name uh, Sarah Kuberski mm-hmm. got a call. 911, what's your emergency? And she hears, Can you bring me McDonald's? Oh, was it a kid? Yes. It's a five-year-old, oh, in fact, from Michigan. Are you calling the five-year-old a crazy, stupid idiot? Oh, yeah. This this crazy, stupid idiot is five. I mean, he should have known better. So he picked up the phone and said, Can I have some McDonald's? And um, what's what did I say? Her name was Sarah. Sarah was like, no, you dumb kid. <laughs> you can't. But she um, actually, what she said was, first, well, first she called an officer by the name of Dan. Mm-hmm. And she said, she called him by his name. We got this kid, mm-hmm. and he wants McDonald's. He's five. She said, I was laughing to myself. Five-year-old calls and uh, dispatch and orders McDonald's? Uh, well, you know, they don't... You never know what's right, going this on. this is true. When a five-year-old picks up 911, maybe, like, can I have McDonald's is code for... Help, I'm being held captive yes. by a weirdo. Well, we're, yeah, we've heard stories. We've heard stories like yeah. this. Like the woman who was trying to escape a domestic violence situation yeah. and called a, and pretended that she was ordering a pizza. Yeah. And they figured that out. Yeah. Well, so, it turns out it's a good thing that they answered this kid's call. Why? Well, I mean... Because the kid really wanted McDonald's. No, see, here's what happened. There was no nefarious reason. They sent a, uh, an officer out, Dan. Remember, mm-hmm. I called him Officer Dan? Yep. They sent Officer Dan out to just do a welfare check to make sure the kid was okay. But then Officer Dan was like, you know what? I'm going to stop and get this kid McDonald's. So officer, To reward him for calling yeah. 911 when he so, shouldn't have? I mean, it's sweet, but really? <laughs> now you're turning on the child. I know, Sorry. So he decides no, I'm to stop. On Officer Dan. Yeah, he decides to stop at McDonald's along the way to order the food for the kid. Now he goes to the front door. Nobody answers, but then he looks over at the window and he sees the little five-year-old who's like, "Get out of here! Do not stop knocking on the door," because his grandma was asleep and he was afraid his grandma was going to get mad. Oh, that he called nine one one for McDonald's. But he, you know. Hello. And then Granny answered the door uh, and he took the opportunity to teach little um, five year old child who shall remain nameless because he's a minor. That's why I was like, why did I not have a name? (laughs) Because it's a five year old minor, Mm -hmm. but um, decided to to take that opportunity to give the kid his McDonald's and teach him how to properly use the 911 system. Okay, isn't that amazing? That is amazing. That is the sweetest story ever. We get a lot of people who let their kids play on cell phones, and a lot of them are deactivated, and parents don't realize they can still call 911. Oh, that's Uh good. That's true. All you parents out there, be careful. To avoid accidental 911 calls, the FCC says, uh, oh, they recommend checking whether the 911 feature can be turned off via device settings. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. It probably just depends on your phone. But anyway, um, this little kid got a very valuable lesson, and he didn't get in trouble. He got McDonald's. I feel like this was like a win-win. You know, normally they'd be like, you know, charging the family $5,000 of wasting time. No. They I, turned a I frown do, upside down. I mean, 
I'm glad that he got McDonald's, but I would say that is reinforcing. Oh, stop! A it. bad message. You do not reward you bad behavior are a like that. Person. I know. My kids tell me all the time. I mean, I just think it's amazing that they were like, you know, hey, you made a mistake, kid, and I'm going to do. And here's I'm going to do good meal. in the world today and bring that kid some McDonald's. Okay, well, I'm glad he's happy. Uh, for our next story, guess where we're going? Your mom's house. Nope. Oh. Florida. Yay! We are going to Florida. Stop it. We're going to meet 44-year-old Jack Evans. He was arrested at a bar in Pinellas Park in Florida. Pinellas? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. On Wednesday, uh, he caused a scene. He, uh, oh boy, did he ever cause a scene. He, among other things, was yelling at the owner of the bar, uh, telling her that he wanted to have sex with her. Just quick pro tip here, gentlemen. Uh, a good way to not have a get a woman to have sex with you is to yell it out loud in front of everybody at a bar. Yeah. Just have sex with me, lady. That's not going to. Oh, OK, get, sir. I'd be oh, happy I'm to. So right here. I've never been or offered. Did you want to go back to your place? Uh, Why don't we just go in this yeah. closet? OK, so the cops brought him in for disorderly conduct because that was disorderly. Yeah. And uh, while he was being processed, the female uh, fingerprint technician mm-hmm. uh, was, you know, grabbing his hands and getting his fingerprints. And he decided, well, if you're grabbing my hands. I'm going to oh, let my God. hands grab you. Nice. He groped <laughs> oh, God. the fingerprint technician because, quote, he thought she was sexy. I kind of feel like if you if you like round up a guy who's been trying to get sexy with people in public, You don't maybe don't take him to the, the fingerprint lady. Yeah, yeah. You're going to not maybe expose him, no pun intended, to the thing that was causing problems. Exactly. To him. More, more aptly, correct. Uh, so he was hit with a second charge. Uh, he was hit Good with thing a charge. Good thing that was all he was hit with. No kidding. Battery on a jail employee, which is apparently... A felony. Oh, well, there you go. So, but you know what? When you're drunk, you don't realize what you're doing. Are you can giving him excuses? Can I just say, as somebody who's formerly been drunk, you like, I'm just saying, I'm not saying he shouldn't be pub, pub, published or punished, <laughs> punished within the fullest extent of the law. He should, but you know, at that point, maybe just give him a timeout. Before you oh, start, he'll get a timeout. Before you start making him interact with other people, I think that that's a pretty because, like, he once your pants are off, lesson. Oh gosh, the cat's out of the bag, or as as an earlier let, caller said, the schnauzer. Let the, you gotta out, let the let schnauzer out. out. Summer's coming. Summer's coming. <laughs> let I let the schnauzer out. Yeah. It was an earlier segment where we talked about what you did with your warm weather days. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm just saying she let the schnauzer. These guys should know better. Exactly. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, 245 means it's time to play the throwback live. We yeah. will do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.
Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.